methods of stories yeah. waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Could be another podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Peter here. Hi, everyone. It's Mika here. And this is the third podcast in the course concept series where we discuss the ideas behind the course and particularly the learning objectives related to the course. The first podcast was about what is design theory and methodology. In the second podcast, we explored the idea of critical thinking and what that is. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about the idea of storytelling. Now, just to read out the, the learning objective for the course, we define the learning objective of storytelling as being able to explore and articulate theoretical aspects of design practice through story creation. What we're going to talk about are, are three general things, and that's why we've chosen this particular, uh, particular learning, learning objective, what's not storytelling in some ways. I think it's important to say what we don't mean by this learning objective. And then finally, what's good storytelling in the context of the course. So, Mika, can I ask you, first of all, why have we chosen storytelling as a, as a learning objective? Yeah, good question. I have to think back because it was a while ago that we came up with this, uh, with this learning objective. And uh, I know we had to think it through a lot of times. It was almost like a design process in itself. I think it started with us just being excited about the idea of story creation and students to, uh, to create a, a film. But there's a good reason why, why we thought it was a good idea. So obviously this course is about design theory and methodology. We are not presenting a whole range of design theory and methodology, get students to memorize it and then get them to do an exam. It's really about engaging with design theory and methodology. So that's why we kind of ask students to go on this exploration to explore design theory and methodology. And a really nice way to capture that is through a story. The alternative would have been that we got students to do that as well, explore a theoretical aspect of designing and then write an essay or maybe an academic article, which of course is also a good exercise to do. But I think what's very important here is that students also create something that then can be shared easily with, with a broader public and also with, a, with other students. So I guess that's one of the reasons. I think it's about storytelling being a way to really engage with theory and practice too, as opposed to sort of just writing an essay, say, about, uh, about uh, theory and practice. By telling a story, you're not sure about the ending. So you can start with a question and then explore that question and show the process that you've gone through by telling the story of the process without necessarily knowing where the, where the ending comes. So I think it's a much better way to communicate theory and practice as an exploration of trying to find out something so it's not like I think what you said at the beginning it's it's not a kind of examination where we're testing do you understand this theory or this practice it's much more of a, an inquiry into a question and a story is the is the kind of reflection on that exploration process to answer that question yeah there's almost no other way to to present that uh, that exploration I think than through a story yeah yeah. So it's about communicating what's happened over a period of time, looking back and sort of constructing uh, the events that happened. I think the other thing to think about is that a story as a kind of an idea, it sort of sits in between theory and practice somehow. 
you get this idea in the editing process, which is why I think the editing process of making a film is is a, a, an important process because when you're editing something, you really have a kind of working theory about what you want to present, but you're faced with a lot of clips, a lot of different practices, and you try and order them or sequence them in a way that conforms to your theory, which is the kind of narrative arc of what you present to. And I, so I think as a, as a kind of concept story, it relates both to theory and to practice uh, in a way that can combine the two approaches. The multi-layeredness of a story or the potential multi-layeredness of a story told through film, I think, is also something that's sort of attractive. It relates to another kind of coarse concept that we that we have is sort of the idea that you construct your arguments rather than... Or, and you take a position related to other positions, so there isn't any kind of ultimate truth about a particular theory. It's really you, it's, you construct your own truth by engaging with different theories. And I think as telling a story allows you to show different positions in different layers too. So I think uh, maybe we're going to come on to that later, but what, what's a good story? Yeah, it might be good to share an example uh, of, a, of, of a story like that. One of the things I was thinking of this last night when I was thinking about this, this podcast and about use of story in design. And there's one uh, story that I think is a good, good example is uh, the story that was also shared by Case Dorst in, the, in one of the podcasts we did with him where he talked about the music festival case. Let's call it the music festival uh -huh. case. So when I worked uh, with him, um, we always shared this same story uh, when we would explain to people who were not familiar with design what framing means and what it can do. And, you know, sometimes I still share the story and we're, we're getting a little bit sick of it because, you know, it's the same for me, it's the same again and again. And we're like, oh my God, not again, the music festival. But the reason that we still share it is I think that it is a good good story. So we would always start with, you know, a clear kind of hook. Um, so we had this design project and it was about uh, alcohol-related crime. It was in this in entertainment district and the police did, really didn't know what to do about it. Uh, and then we were asked as a research center to and as designers to help them with this problem. So it starts with, a, you know, clear question it presents to people okay this is actually a problem i might even recognize it what are they going to do about it and then we shared this whole story of you know how the designers would go there and how they would explore that challenge and how they eventually came to that frame of the music festival and then we would explain how that frame of that music festival would help uh, to develop the the police but also the municipality to develop a completely new view on this on this challenge and then we would reflect on that and say, well, this is actually an example of framing and reframing. So I think it's important that in a story, you know, you, you clearly have all the elements, you know, you construct it, but then you reflect on it and you explain how that helps to articulate what framing really means. That's basically what we're asking. So that's a, a, an example of a story about design theory methodology, particularly. So you're, you're illustrating a particular aspect of designing or a theory about designing through telling a story about the design process. Yeah. And, and of course, in this, in this, in this assignment, we asked them, uh, students also to create a specific story, namely a micro -doc documentary. Then it would really help 
I think just to think of, you know, what are documentaries that you really like? You know, they can be Netflix documentaries, but they can also be a podcast or uh, whatever documentary style that you like. I think it's interesting to think of the Netflix series Abstract. I know a lot of students kind of watch that. It's about the creative process, I suppose, in some ways, but it's about communicating what design is. It's framed around the idea of design, but quite creative design, graphic design, product design, all kinds of design, which I think is really good. Uh, and it's interesting to think about what theory are they trying to get across in presenting those programs. Obviously, they're entertaining. And it's nice to see famous people go about their practices. I think that's why pr the, the idea of practice is so interesting, because you learn things by watching expert people go about their uh, about what they do. Mm. And I think those programs get across very well what designing is. But what I t often take from them is that they they over celebrate the individual, the individual agency of of designers. They kind of present them as these genius people that just have this ability to make these fantastic decisions at the expense of showing the teamwork and their assistance and their all, all the things that go up to make a good design. So yeah. if they have a theory behind them, I think it's to kind of celebrate this sort of indiv individual genius of designers at the expense of the, you know, maybe collaboration too. So, yeah. but I think they're interesting do documents and they're obviously very well-made documentaries too. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about what a good story is. What, what's not a story or what's not a good story? Well, storytelling is one of these words that's become really, really popular in designing and design. And um, you hear all kinds of uh, uses of storytelling in designs and the idea that, story, uh, that designers are storytellers somehow. It, it's quite interesting the range of situations that storytelling comes out in. I think for this course, it's very much about telling the story of a process not the the kind of storytelling that you try and create with a product or a service. You quite often hear people talk about, you know, uh, I'm a storyteller, I create stories for people or users or, or whether that's true or not, I don't know. But that's not part of what what we mean by this course. I think storytelling here is very much about how you communicate a process that you've been through, a process of inquiry that you've been through. Uh, and that's a kind of valuable ability to be able to acquire and to use is to kind of look back at a process and tell that process in, a, in an engaging an engaging way. So I don't think it's about the outcome, the story of the outcome or what the outcome does in terms of storytelling. It's very much about the process. Yeah. So that really means that students should also start filming yeah. as soon as possible. Now they're started have started this exploration in in this assignment just start filming everything you're doing you know start filming this exploration process um and then edit it afterwards yeah yeah don't start to script it you can't really script what you are going to learn so just go with the flow yeah exactly yeah you can there's different ways of telling the story isn't it but i uh, one of the best ways is to just shoot lots of material gather lots of material think about then what you're trying to communicate or what you did find in your process of inquiry and then try and edit it to to that that idea that you had about uh, what your inquiry is about and where you got to in the end from your starting point yeah so to wrap up might it be good to briefly talk about the the criteria so what we would really love to see and you can find this in the rubric 
is a um, micro documentary that shows excellent narrative development going beyond cliche to present ideas about designing in new and complex ways. And effective editing is demonstrated to present a compelling and engaging story. So just think of a story that, you know, you would really like to show to others. That's basically what engaging means. I think this is about, you know, what what makes a good story in the context of the course. When we sort of say there are kind of cliched stories, I think people kind of know what we mean is sort of like there's a, I don't know, there's some kind of some cheesy music and it's like we began here and then we went here and then we ended up over here. And telling a story that's maybe different and offbeat and surprising and that manages to hold your attention somehow uh, and take you to places that aren't what I would sort of say cliched. It's trying to get away from those kind of cliches in telling your in telling your story. Yes. And then the other criteria is more related to the content of the micro documentary which is that uh, we like to uh, get you to show an exploration of multiple elements of theory or practice, as well as the relationship of the elements to each other. So really try to ask multiple questions about the topic you are exploring. I think here it's, it's um, finding multiple sources of information and trying to balance them out and see how they relate to each other. Again, it's a sort of like finding surprising sources of information that maybe compare or contrast with each other. The more different sources you get, it takes more sort of ingenuity to integrate those into a, into a coherent story. So you have to kind of work harder. With, with more diverse information, I think you have to kind of work harder in how you actually produce your documentary. But the end result is a much more nuanced and and layered story yeah so really think about you know how can i how can i explore this topic beyond just looking at what's already readily available so of course you can use whatever we offer within the podcast or the readings but if you go beyond that then um then we're really happy maybe one of the mistakes that's easy to make is to have a a story that's too too nailed down in some ways it has a nice a nice ending that everyone's happy with you can sort of think about these kind of closed endings where you go on this inquiry and then you find the bit of knowledge at the end and everything is clear. <laughs> I think in some ways an inquiry is about getting more and more stuck and asking more and more questions and having a an open-ended kind of question where, yeah. you know, you don't know what you've actually found, but you're leaving it to the viewer of the film to actually work out. So you're, you're showing the journey. You don't necessarily have to understand that journey to communicate it at the end of the film, I think. Yes, I agree. I think it's good to make clear that or that this is not a research project. You know, we don't expect you to do a research project with a research question and then you gather your results and then you analyze your results and then you present your conclusion. That's not the point. You don't have the time for that either. Um, so it's perfectly fine to um, to end with a, to end with a question. And then, obviously, there's the 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 conventional aspects of what we understand as a good story, strong characters, you know, the idea of time passing, the idea that what uh, filmmakers call jeopardy, so you you don't quite know which way things are going to go. And then obviously the kind of dramatic moments where maybe you have a moment of insight or maybe you find something out that you hadn't expected or you get some kind of phone call that tells you something. So all those sorts of things allow you to sort of tell a, uh, an entertaining story as well as communicating the kind of theory and uh, the practice. 
Yes, please go ahead and have some fun with it as well. Um, and there's, you know, there's lots of things you can find online about how to create a good story. Okay, so we've covered a number of different aspects around the, the learning objective regarding storytelling or articulating theoretical aspects of design practice through story creation, as we've, as we've called it. We've talked about why we think storytelling is important, why we use it in this course, what's not a story, what we don't mean by storytelling, and then the criteria by which we assess uh, what, it, what we think a good story is. So those three aspects, I think, are important to, to keep in mind when you're working on your first assignment. So thanks very much, Mika, for uh, another good discussion. Yeah, thank you, Peter. And um, I'm quite jealous of the students. I would quite like to create a micro-documentary. <laughs> so the final Course Concepts podcast is going to be talking about the relationship between theory and practice. That will be coming in a few weeks and relates to the next assignment that you'll be doing assignment two. So look out for that when it comes. So thanks very much, everyone. Hope you got something out of this podcast and uh, see you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>